Father, I will thank you for this morning once more. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you, O Lord, even for making us to be available here this morning. Hallowed be your name. In Jesus' name we pray. And I will commit our hearts, our soul, our spirits, and everything, O Lord, within us, O Lord, unto your holy hand. And I think of glory. Come and have your way, O Lord. Daddy, may I come in here this morning, O Lord, not be in vain. May we contact something, O Lord, that will take us into eternity. To your own glory and some of the devil. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Let's welcome to the podium our daddy and our speaker for this morning, Pastor Great Naman. Father, give us this day our daily bread. Cause that the entrance of your word in our hearts shall give us light also life, transformation, even restorations. Jesus Christ's name we have prayed. Amen. Luke chapter 3. Luke 3 verse 8. Bring forth therefore fruits. Worthy of repentance and begin not to say within yourselves we have Abraham to our father if I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham conditions for fruitfulness is what we will consider this morning There are conditions we must meet for us to be fruitful. We will consider those conditions. I want to encourage you at the same time to to listen with your hearts. Open your heart. I beg you. The journey ahead of you is too great. Gather as much as you can carry. As much as can sustain you. It is going to get tougher for anybody that bears the name Christian in this end time. Don't be a delicate Christian. Stop palliating your flesh. Be rugged in the faith. Not for show, not for ostentation, but because the terrain is so so rough, you need knowledge 
you need balance, you need experience, you need comprehensively, you need God. Much more than you need gold. There is something John said in our text. Fruit, meat for your repentance. I'd like you to put down that phrase on your note. You can put it in parentheses or you put it in a bracket. Fruit, meat. For your repentance or fruit worthy of repentance. Matthew said fruit meat. Then Luke says fruit worthy of repentance. When one says I am a Christian. The word of God says you should bring forth fruits that supports your profession or your confession as a Christian. If you say, I am a nurse, you should bring forth fruits that support your confession that you are a nurse. You don't just talk and say, I'm a doctor without the evidence, the proof the fruits to support what you are professing. If you say, I am a lawyer, I'm a lawyer, the word of God says, bring forth fruits worthy of your confession and your profession as a lawyer. So there are fruits expected of us as Christians. If we say we are one. One is not a Christian. Because of the name of his church. Or her church. You are not a Christian because of her gifts. You don't even need to be a Christian. To be gifted. There are many people. Who hate Christ with passion. But they are talented. That gifted. God can give gifts to anybody. Even without you being born again. So don't be deceived at all. By gifts or giftings. Let us take off. From Hosea. Hosea. Is after Daniel. Hosea 14. Hosea 14, 8. Ephraim shall say, What have I to do anymore with idols? I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fair tree. I would like you to know the last statement there. 
from me is thy fruit found. Can you please note it? From me is thy fruit found. From me is thy fruit found. Condition number one for fruitfulness. Your life must be planted on a fertile ground. As highly anointed as Moses was, God will speak and speak and speak and tell him, write it down. A man that spoke with God face to face, mouth to mouth, eyeball to eyeball. God said, I can't trust your head. And as small as you are, you don't have any note. You ought to have note where you chronicle down your journey and God's dealings on your life. All that we read about today, we call Bible, was because people wrote. What will you tell your children? About your journey with God in your youthful days. If you don't make notes. It is a sign of shallowness. I tell you. I have lots of notes. From the day I gave my life to Christ to today. When this one is full or filled. I buy another one. My children are growing. They are just little little things. They are growing up. They are beginning to explore my notes. They study my notes. They ask me questions. Things I noted ever before I knew their mother. My work with God. They are beginning to touch it. What will you show your children in the future? As a Christian. When they will ask you. What was your youth? Before you married our mommy. What was your youth? Before you marry daddy, what will you show them? Or do you think you will be small or young forever? Youthful age is a tenure. It is a tenure. It is a tenure. You won't be young forever. I'm not comfortable. It's also part of the things we need to teach you as an elder. When you go to sit down in your lecture houses, you go there with notes. When you are facing God, no notes. No Bible even. And you are not going anywhere with notes. I was called to talk, by God's grace, to a to class of big men, very big men some years ago, politicians, professors, they were there. And I just opened my Bible I read a, a verse, and the verse says, and it came to pass. That's all. I said, what will you do when academic will come to pass? What else will you hold? When the position you occupy today will come to pass? Where is Nanda Zikiwe? Where is Nanda Zikiwe? Dead and gone. 
His certificate is still hanging somewhere now with cobwebs. There is something eternal you need to hold. If you are not holding it, when the things you think you are holding now shall come to pass, you will be barehanded and at the same time stranded. I'm doing my job as an elder. A, I am an elder to all of you here. So I'm talking out of experience. I'd like you to note condition number one you must be planted on a fertile ground. Have you noted it? Also, note quickly there are two grounds. Two grounds. Ground number one is called Vineyard. Vineyard. Ground number two. Vineyard. Ven. V-A-I-N. Hmm. Vineyard. Vineyard. If you allow yourself to be planted... In God's vineyard, you will become a glory bearer. If you allow yourself to be planted in Satan's vineyard, he will reward you with vain glory. In the world system, you will find, you will find things that appears to be glorious or quite alright. You will find them. To say the thing is not there is to tell a lie. There are some measure of glories, but there are vain glories. Galatia chapter 6. 7 and 8. Even 9. Even verse 9. Take it 7 to 9. I read from here so that everybody will share from our reading. Be not deceived. Don't let anybody or anything deceive you. The Bible is real. Heaven is real. Hell is real. The second coming of Jesus is real. This is end time and that information is real. Prayer is part of the key and it is real. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Look at verse 8, and you will see two grounds again. For he that soweth to his flesh, flesh is one ground. It is a ground. He that soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. I didn't say so. The word of God says so. Exactly. Huh? Shall reap corruption. But. The little English we know. We know what but stands for. It is a conjunction. It was non-jikoku. Two sentences. That does not even relate to each other. The word and can join them. 
and they cannot make a sense. Or rather, the word but. But he that soweth to the Spirit. What shall happen? Chorus. What shall happen? Shall of the Spirit. What shall he reap? What do you have to say about these two grounds? What is the first ground? What is the second ground? If you sow in the flesh, what did the Bible say you shall reap? What is corruption? Have you ever seen a dead animal? Or a dead human body left unburied? Not put in the mortuary. After one week. What do you see? You see rottenness. Abby? Another word for that is corruption. You see corruption. You see the end of flesh. Very stinking. Very bad. That is what the Bible says. Any man, any woman shall reap who is sowing in the flesh. We sow whether in the spirit or in the flesh through our eyes. Another gateway is your ears. Through here, seed can be sowed here. And through here, seed can be sowed here. That is why the devil have hijacked the media. Almost every television station, including Christian ones, you see corruption. If you are not careful about what you watch and things you hear, you will reap corruption. We sow by our actions. You can sow by visitation or visit. You can sow by what you read. You sow by the kind of music or songs you listen to. There are songs that when listening to them and after listening to them, your sexual appetite will get charged. And you must surely reap what you sowed. 
When you are watching dangerous, dangerous sites in internet, you are sowing. Devil is a clever devil. Many of you that are young, the devil is wiser than too many of you. He knows that if he catches you now, he will reap serious dividends. If untimely death didn't come, you still have up to 60 years here. Imagine the devil taking charge of you now to reap in your life for the next 60 years and at the end then throws you into hell. So you are in a critical junction. God wants you, Satan wants you, and they want you now. I was somewhere to preach, sorry, not to preach. Just a, a, a church, one Pentecostal church, I was there. So, I came in their Sunday service, I sat somewhere at the back. One elderly man was brought to preach. The man was just talking to us. He was confronting the young, young ones in the church. He said, be careful so that you will not repeat my kind of mistake. Before he read Bible, he will do like this. The hands will be shaking like this. He will remove it. He put it. He removes it. He put it. He removes it. He puts it. Everywhere was shaking. At times, he will put the eyeglass. He will still put the Bible like this. Just to see a verse. At times, he will not see it. He will ask us to read. Somebody should help, help me read. Things like that. Now he said, God came to harvest him when he was in, in, he said, he read standard six. You don't know standard, you know elementary. Men that read standard that time, men like Shehu Shagari, Shehu Shagari, Ruled Nigeria's president with standard six. Emeka Nyoko, Chief Emeka Nyoko, former Commonwealth Secretary General. You don't know him? The man was saying something. He said, when he was Commonwealth Secretary General, he said he was ashamed of the kind of letters. Nigerian graduates' rights. Haba, I was ashamed myself. If I had written that man, he would have also condemned my own letter. Standard six students that time. Graduates of our time may find it difficult with standing there. At that point, the man said, God came to him. And said, give me your life. I want to use you. The man said to God, can you excuse me? Let me go through my secondary school. God allowed him. He went through secondary school. Finished. God came back. And said, you are finished. He said, can you allow me to go to university? He schooled at Nsoka. When Nsoka was Nsoka. The man said in their time there was nothing like jam. There was nothing like aptitude tests. 
There was nothing like Neko and all of these things that we are Neko in now. He said that time when you finish your secondary school, you will be playing football in your village. And they will bring your, your, your admission letter to you. Some people will, somebody will just ride on bicycle or motorcycle tracing you. And you'll be sweating from the sweat of football and they will hand over your admission letter to you. He said in their own time, if you are a clever, brilliant student, while you are still schooling, they will put down a job for you. Companies will be spying universities, checking for brilliant students who are reading the kind of course that will help their companies. You may not know, you may know, they will just note your name. Immediately you are true. They will give you your, your, your uh, appointment letter to work. He said that was the condition in their own time. He went to the university. God waited. He graduated. He said God came back and said, you have graduated. Can you now serve me? He said, God, I need to work. God waited. He found jobs, started working. God came and said, you are now working. Can you serve me now? He told God he needed to marry. God waited. He married. God said, you have married. Can you serve me now? He said he needed to raise his children. God waited. He gave birth to six children and was raising them. This thing now transpired and brought this man to 68 years. Johnny, he ought to have begun with God at, at a, a very tender, younger age. He kept postponing it, postponing it to that point. You know what God did? He said he was walking on one street one day, policemen with speed just came. And then stopped, Pierre, and threw their doors open, came out, and said, you idiot, enter. He said, what did I do? They hit him, and hit him, and hit him, and then, the man said he went into his archive, and brought some English he never spoke, ever since he became a graduate, and was speaking those English. The policeman looked at him. And say in English with a talk, you could see something now. The end of the story, they put him in the cell, leveled allegations on him, carried him to court, put him at the dock, they sentenced him to prison. The family was looking for him. They reported to police stations. You know Nigeria now? He could not be found. They waited one year, two years, three years, four years. Nobody knew his whereabouts. They organized his funeral. His kindred gathered. They went and bought coffin. Coffin. They fixed a date. They dug his grave. They brought his uh, uh, enlargement photograph. Brought his trouser, his shirt. Put it in the coffin and buried him. Drummers came. 21 gun salute they gave him. 
the masquerade came. It was in the prison that the man said to God, he said to God, God, if you will show me this now, anything at all you want me to do, I will do it. He was already four years going to five years in the prison. It's like God had that prayer. He said one morning, the water man stood at the gate and said, where is that idiot? That idiot. They said, which idiot? They called his name. He showed his face. They said, come out. He came out. They took one trouser, threw it at him, and said, remove your prison garment. And the trouser was a jumper to him, or rather jumper on him. And the one shirt like that, that made him so shabby. They said, go, go, get away from here. He said it was like a dream. It was God that imprisoned him, it was God that released him. When <laughs> He entered his compound. Everybody ran. He was like a ghost. That man said to us in his preaching, I sowed in the flesh. He said, now, I'm reaping corruption. I have nothing to show for my life for rejecting the call of God that came upon me. When my eyes, my eyes were sharp, I misapplied it. Now I can't read Bible. You see, your eyes are sharp now. Your eyes will not be sharp forever. If you fail to sew your eyes appropriately, Time shall come when you will need to read Bible. You won't see eyes to read it. You will support it with glass. Glass will fail you. Time shall come when you will need to evangelize for God. There will be no more strength to do it. Rheumatism and arthritis will be biting your bones and your arteries. I know myself that I won't be on stage forever. That's why I am maximizing the grace of God upon my life. Now that I am young, I can stand for five hours, six hours, no qualms. But time shall come. When if I am to preach at all, I may need to sit down, supported by somebody, before I will now talk to my generation. He does so wait in the flesh. Shall of the flesh reap corruption. The reason why you are the way you are today is because of the kind of ground where you have sold your time, sold your concentration, sold your attention, sold your visit, sold your listening ears, sold your heart, sold even your temperament, and also sold your sexual appetite. Another channel through which the devil destroys destinies. Is through sex. Sex is a bond. 
One of the easiest ways to initiate a destiny into the kingdom of darkness is through sex. That's why in our time, the sexual life of our youth is so porous and so loose. The devil is doing everything even to make it more loose. That's why he's trying to stripe every girl naked. So that even if you didn't go to hotel to fornicate, you fornicate in the street. As they pass through you, they dangle their buttocks like this. The devil knows what he's doing. The girls of, of this generation, the girls of this generation, only very few have escaped the demons that are striping our girls, even our mothers, mothers, striping them naked. It is a game. That thing is a game. Many of you, there are many of you that by God's grace, by God's grace, you can't go to hotel to fornicate. You can't go to motels because of your upbringing. But by the things they post in internet and all of that and all of social media, you fornicate there. You are sowing in the flesh. Your destiny cannot thrive. You cannot be fruitful. You will be barren. You will be barren. That's why you are a Christian and there is nothing to show for it. You are just a Christian by name. If you go to the north, Boko Haram will carry sword, run after you as a Christian. But you know you are not. Many people have died as Christians, slaughtered by the dragon in the north. In the name of Christianity. But the truth is that these brethren are not. They are not. Hosea 14.8. Have you noted it? Have you noted it? Your fruit is found in me. Go back there. Hosea. After Daniel. We've read 14.8. Go back again to chapter 10. 1 and 2. Conditions for fruitfulness. You've noted one. Abby, talk to me. We've noted one condition. Yes, being planted in a correct ground. Vineyard, not vineyard. It is a serious condition you must meet. Being planted in Christ. Mm. Buried in baptism with Christ. Getting committed to the cause of Christ. Getting committed to his cause. Israel is an empty vine. Remember John 15 that we read yesterday. Jesus said, I am what? I am the vine. You are what? The branches. He came down and said, I am the true vine. Abby? Good. Now, Israel is an empty vine. What made him empty vine? He bringeth forth fruit unto himself. Self. Myself. Myself. Myself, myself, God should go and sit down 
I know myself. I know what I am doing. I know what I am doing. He bringeth forth fruit unto himself. That is what made him an empty vine. According to the multitude of his fruits, he had increased the altars. According to the goodness of his land, they have made goodly images. Let me tell you, let me, let me explain. Let me bring it down to your level. Can I shock you? Though, though it's not a shock much. When God, the heavenly council, counseled, they sat, they made a decision. What was that decision? Let us create you. Let's make, make, and it was you. So, you like this is not your own choice. You are not your own choice. Somebody made that choice to make you. You are just God's decision. God decided one day to make you. And until this kind of knowledge comes on you, you will not stop being deceived by the things you see. You see, the people that share hostess with you, they share yard with you, they share everything with you, they share kekenape with you, they share okada with you, they share taxes with you, they don't know these things. You that is knowing it now should be better than them. When we dismiss you and you are going out by the knowledge you now have, you should know how to carry your life. These ones are ignorant. You are no more ignorant. You have known these things. Are you a woman? God made you a woman. And all that, all that it takes to be a woman, he gave you. Oh, let me shock you. Woman of God went for a crusade in one city. While he was preaching, word of knowledge came. God spoke to him. Mammoth crowd gathered. God spoke to him and said, there is a lady here. You are 35. Going to 36. You don't have breasts. The Lord says, because you are in this crusade, I am giving you breasts. You found breasts on your chest and you think it is cheap. God gave you these two breasts so that you can fulfill your ministry as a mother. Me like this, I don't need breasts. What am I going to do with it? But God knows that you need it. So all that it takes to be a woman, he gave you. I don't need a womb. He gave you womb. These are the fruits he bestowed on you. Now God says, we are using it to build images and altars for the devil. We are using our pointed nose and our feminine quality to attack God and advance strange altars. I'm talking to girls now. I'll come to talk to some of you who are boys. That is Hosea 10 for you. 
That is what has made many of our girls and boys empty vine. The girl, the lady, 35 years, no breast. She used to package something here just to deceive people. She has been crying in the secret. What will I do if a man comes my way? God spotted him. He will use foam or something and put it like this and use bread to cover it. So that when she's walking, people will think that, yeah, this is a woman, total woman. But that thing was missing. The man of God wanted to prove that I'm not a false prophet. We don't talk things when God has not talked. He said, let that lady swallow shame. Raise your hand. Check. Something is happening now. Come out. Come out. Come out. The lady came out. People were clapping. Clapping. The lady started talking about how sensation, sensation started happening. And then breast busted out. She showed it before a camera. It is in, a, in their brochure. Even though they dodged the face. They did not bring the face. They showed it. Are you an empty vine? Are you just bringing fruit unto yourself? God is not making any gain out of the entire investment he made in your life. Are you an empty vine? Are you an empty vine? In other words, a barren vine. He bringeth forth fruit unto himself. According to the multitude of his fruits, according to the multitude of his blessings, according to the multitude of favors and benefits God bestowed on Israel, he had increased the altars. According to the goodness of his land, they have made goodly images. Verse 2. Their heart is divided. Now shall there be found faulty. Now, divided heart is talking about divided loyalty. Is that clear? Divided heart is talking about divided commitment. You are not, you are not an occult man outrightly. Somehow, you used to give God some share. For instance, let us pray. You can bend your head like this. That's okay. But immediately we finish praying, you will also give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. You don't want to give God all. It's too much. How can I give God all? I need to give some to Satan now so that I will not be mocked. So that my friends will not laugh at me. Condition number two, total commitment. That's what I want you to note in Hosea 10, 1 and 2. Total. I tell you, that's, it is a condition you must meet. Oh. It is a condition to be met. Compulsory condition. 
their heart is divided. Now they shall be found faulty. When your heart is divided, you share your time between flesh and spirituality, you will, you will be called an empty vine. You cannot bring forth fruits. Amen? God says, I shall break down their altars. I shall spoil their images. Do you know that some beautiful, 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 beautiful images have been spoiled by HIV? When you carry your so-called beautiful image, you are just flirting up and down, you are living your life in here, one incurable sickness can come to spoil that image. God can send one sickness to destroy that image. I think I shared with you people here the other time. A beautiful lady. Somebody wanted to marry her. They've done everything. Unbelievers. She was to wait on Saturday. She went to fix eyelash on Thursday. That in the fix life. She went to fix it. While they were doing that, the, the manicure, pedicure, whatever, made a mistake. The super glue dropped into her eye. And damage that eye till tomorrow. The husband said, I'm not marrying again. She lost double, if not triple. What and what did she lose? She lost her eye. No more eye, even to see the last she, she fixed. She lost the marriage. The man is not a Christian, so all that you are talking about, uh, the standard of the Bible, he doesn't know that. He don't care. He said, I'm not marrying again. Can you imagine the pain in her heart? The book of Revelation says, the devil that deceived them laughed at her. If God created you, and for any reason best known to God, God said, we will not give this one eyelash. Why not thank God for not giving you eyelash? Why do you want to lash us with eyelash? Just to make your eyes sexy. That is what eyelash means. Sexy eye uh, something. To appear sexy. So when you see a man, you will close one like this. What is the essence of it? You know the other time I told you, I said, look at me now. When God manufactured me like this, he created me, he called Jesus Christ and Holy Ghost and said, this boy, as we are sending him into the world, what kind of paint do we need to rub on him? <laughs> so that he will not be misbehaving. They suggested black. God said, I have varieties. Which one? They say, kiwi, kiwi, kiwi. <laughs> you know that one, they rub on shoe. God said, paint him kiwi black. And they painted me kiwi black. 
And the word of God says, he has made all things beautiful in his time. As far as God is concerned, I am a handsome man. I may not be to you, but I am, I am his handwork. He's okay with me like this. For me to go now and buy creams to turn my skin is an insult. To say, God, why did you paint me like this? You ought to paint me yellow. For what? So that girls will like me. But I didn't create you so that guests will like you. I created you so that you'll be bringing praises and honor to my name. We are, we are misapplying his benefits on our lives. And that has made us empty vines. For some of us who come to church, born inside the church or born beside the church, baptized in the church, do you know your problem now? Your heart is divided. You are not completely and totally committed to this thing. And once a man's heart is divided, that person must be found faulty. A divided heart is a fault. That is what the word of God says. I didn't say so. The, the word of God says so. We are going to take time this morning to pray. I am asked to actually give God opportunity to empower you for fruitfulness. Is that clear? Look at what we are going to pray for the empowerment. We are going to cry for grace and nothing but grace. It is only grace. Grace to obey God. Haven't heard him now. Grace to plant my destiny in God's vineyard. Are you getting my point? Grace to be humble. Grace to be obedient. Grace and nothing but grace. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 4.10 We are entering condition number 3 now. Hebrews 4.10 For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. I carry my Bible anywhere I go, even international trips. I, I am proud of this Bible. I carry it. It's not that I don't have Bible in my phone. I have all kinds of versions. I have 100 and something, 200 and something versions in it. But I am proud of this Bible. I carry it handy like this. As I travel anywhere, I put my things in the flight. I carry this one like this. I read it anywhere. I am proud of my Bible. This Bible has taken me to places. And your Bible will take you to places. <laughs> Say amen, no? Amen. And let me shock you. Some of you are not going to practice what you are reading. Some of you are going to be missionaries. 
God will take you to villages where there is no network. You see, nobody is saying amen. Look at the way you are looking at me now. You don't want to say amen. Okay. God will take you to Aso Rock. Aha. Aha. It's Aso Rock that you want. So please, I want to encourage you. Henceforth, be proud of your Bible. The third condition is cease from your own works. It is a condition you must meet. Your own works. Your own works. Cease from your own works. Stop charting your own course. Let me support this place with a scripture. Jeremiah 10. This time around, I would like us to consider versions. I will read King James, then let's take other versions. Let me show you in a simpler manner what God wants you to achieve here. Jeremiah 10, 23. O Lord, I know. I know. Jeremiah said, I know. Knowledge. Knowledge of the holy. I know. I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Yes? Versions. Give us your version. Any version at all apart from King James will bless us. You are carrying CEV. Read. I know the Lord. Eh? I know the Lord. No, 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 no. I know. Eh? Yes, sir. I know. The Lord. Don't read your Bible as if you are reading newspaper. So that you will catch revelation. There is a way to read it. And then the Bible will open up the secrets of the kingdom unto you. I know. So what is the first thing you need? Eh? Knowledge. Why are you here? Why are you schooling here? What, 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 what are you here to gather? Knowledge. Eh? Knowledge. knowledge. I hope you know that many things have been happening around you just for you to get the knowledge. At times they discomfort you. At times they insult you. At times they talk to you anyhow. You endure it. You tolerate them. At times they will hike the school fees. You will riot and riot in your bedroom. You will still go and pay it. But when we are telling you the knowledge about God, you riot and you rebel, you go away. You say, I'm not going to that church again. Why didn't you rebel and go away from this school and say, I'm not schooling again? It is only in the things of God that, that we bring out our eyes like this. You can't do it here. The authority will deal with you. You must meet their condition. Then they will give you the knowledge. You must meet it. Knowledge is not cheap. I know a man, a man who is doing part-time here in Enugu, but he lives in Lagos. Either is pursuing his masters here. Every weekend, every weekend, he gets a plane from Lagos to airport here. And he stays in the hotel for about three days. 
Think about that for a whole year. Think about how much he's putting in to get the knowledge he wants. Lagos, Enugu, every weekend the man is here. He will also take flight back to his house in Lagos. Another weekend he will take flight again. Knowledge is not cheap. It's not cheap. I know. Yes, read on. I know, Lord. Lord. That we humans are not in control of our own lives. Excuse me. Understandest thou what thou readest? You see the problem we have. If any time you begin to understand the language of your Bible, you don't need any special program to change. Your Bible is capable of changing you right in your bedroom. If this young man that is reading this thing now, if he comes to believe this scripture he has read now, everything about him will change. I know that man is not in control of his own life. And that is what we are talking about when God says, cease from your own works. Let me give you a work to do. Are you getting my point? Cease from your own ideas. Let me give you my idea. Cease from your own efforts. Let me give you my own efforts from your own pleasure so that the pleasures of the Lord can survive in your hands. Allow me to take your will and, and somebody sang the song, a hymn writer said take, take my will and make it thine. I think something like that. Talk to me. Take my life. Take my time. Take my resources. Take my deeds. Take my degree. Take my academic attainment. Take all of that. Make it die. How many of us can do that? You that is reading for us. Why not believe that scripture now? That you are not created. You cannot control your own life. So the reason why we are barren. We are not bearing fruit. Because we are trying to do what? Eh? We went and grabbed the steering of our life. We are just driving ourselves. Accidents. Finish the reading. Correct me as. Eh? Correct me as I deserve. Correct me as I deserve. But not in your anger. No, he will not correct you. He will not prune your life in anger. Haba. Oh, I'll be dead. mama. God didn't want any business correcting you in anger. He will crush us. He corrects us out of the bowels of compassion. I share a story with you. You know peace mass transit buses. You know something like that. Peace mass transit. You know them? One of them, sometime years ago, loaded passengers that here in the east 
I was going to Abuja. Somewhere around Lokoja or whatever. The man was coming, the driver, coming close to police checkpoints. One of the policemen motioned that he should stop. The man came, drove, came, hit the policeman, crushed him. The man died, the policeman died there. Hmm, the man zoomed. Other policemen jumped into their hillocks and brought out their gun through the windows, shouting at the man to stop. The man was moving. Passengers were shouting, stop, so that they would shoot us. The man was moving. Kilometers, they were pursuing the man. They finally caught the man. Barricaded him, commanded him to come out. He came out. Passengers were doing like this. They slapped him, slapped him, hit him, hit him and said, we are going back to that spot where you killed our colleague. The policeman made a mistake. Idiot. Now today you don't finish with that. When they made that statement, the driver caught it. Today you don't finish with that. Are you getting my story? They commanded him to enter the the driver's seat. He entered and sat. Two policemen entered in the front and put gun in his head and said, move. Others entered at his back. Passengers were discharged. The conductor wanted to join him. I said, let me go with you. The conductor wanted to see the end of the story. The driver, with all confidence, the man was not even shaking at all. He asked the driver a question. He said, did you kill any policeman? He said, no. He said, I killed a policeman. Get down. The man got down. They said, idiot, move, move, move. He started moving. Now, the hillocks was following them. The man was moving. They came to, to either Lokoja River. The man left the road. You know they see? He said, I am seeing. Where till they drive? He said, I'm driving my bus. They left the road. Straight. With high speed. They jumped into the river. All of them drowned and perished in the bottom of the river. About four policemen and the driver with their AK-47. If they had known, they should have done what? Collected the steering from the man. The man counted him a condemned man. Something said, you are not going to survive this. So he drew a conclusion. Let all of us perish. Did you get my story? Let me translate it or paraphrase it. The story is this. Flesh is a condemned criminal. 
Don't give him the steering of your destiny. Flesh knows the Bible better than you do. God has sworn. He said, flesh and blood will not inherit my kingdom. Flesh knows that he is not going to heaven. Don't give him the driver's seat of your life. Don't give him the steering of your destiny. He will drive you to perdition. He wants you to perish with him. That is what I want you to learn from my story. Imagine a condemned criminal driving you. And say, don't mind. What are you driving? He says, I'm driving a car. Where are we going? He says, we are just going anywhere we find road. May God give you understanding. Can I hear amen? Can I hear amen? I saw a youth like you in a prison. Where I went to preach. You will need this story. We had a crusade in the prison. I was there. I preached. After the preaching. Do, I, do we call them what or what? Is that warding? People that oversee the prisoners. One of them said. Man of God. Some inmates. Wants to see you. I said, okay, sir, are you permitting it? He said, of course. In fact, it was in his office and on his chair that I sat. Oh, young boys and girls in the prison lined up. I spoke to them from John chapter 8. True freedom. The Lord helped me. I expatiated on that. I said somebody can be in prison and be free. And somebody can claim to be free outside there but in prison. Did you get my point? We saw a woman caught in adultery. And all that transpired there. And Jesus said to him, Woman! Yes, sir. He said, Where are your accusers? Have no man condemned you? She said, No man, Lord. Or God said, Neither do I condemn you. Go. I showed them the universal chief judge. The judge above judges. Even when you are guilty. I showed them how that woman acknowledged the lordship of Jesus. Had no man condemned you, she didn't say, no man a carpenter. She said, no man lord. That was the secret of her deliverance. The lordship of Jesus. Immediately she acknowledged that. Christ set her free, even when that woman was guilty. Something like this, like this, like this, for about two hours, we were talking things like this in that prison. 
The word of God caught many of them. They lined up. Many things happened. I saw kidnappers. But let me just tell you this story. This young man is in 300 level in one of the universities in Anambra. One day, his friend, you see this matter of friend, you see this thing you call my friend. Well, it's good to have friends, but can I, can I counsel you? Can I counsel you? Allow Jesus Christ to choose your friends for you. If you can buy it, buy it. Before you befriend anybody, pray. Tell God to show you this person. Lord, I want to know this person. You may think you know her or him. Don't think you know. Just tell God, who is this person? Do you know that time? That time, uh, this phone, they called Blackberry, was on, on Vogue. You know Blackberry? Blackberry phone. Ah, you know that one has expired? Eh? Which one is on Vogue now? iPad? iPhone? That's the latest now. Android, how much? Uh, just tell me the highest price. Let me know if I can sell my trousers and buy one. Two hundred and something thousand now. Blackberry has expired. That time it was Blackberry. Girls were selling themselves for Blackberry. Boys were doing all things to handle Blackberry. It was Blackberry that time. Around 100,000, 80,000, blackberry, blackberry, blackberry. Nobody was looking for white berry. His friend came. His friend came. That was his story. And said, give me 20,000, take this phone. Then blackberry was around 80,000. Fairly used blackberry. Fairly used. Almost tassies. The guy said, do you mean it? Are you joking? He said, I mean it. It's just that you pay cash. I don't want to say credit. He went and gathered 20,000 and gave to him. He didn't know that they did kidnapping with that phone. And the same card. He gave him everything. They did kidnapping with that phone and that line. They called the family of the man they called. And demanded millions. The family paid. They, they collected millions and killed the man. Give us our brother. Give us our father. Give us our husband. They did not provide the man again. They killed the man. Now the family brought out millions. And put it on ground to fight back. And they, they, they were using intelligences. To trail them. Through MTN network. Immediately they knew that. This guy knew it. Am I talking to you? He gave out the SIM card. Then, SIM cards, that time, was not registered the way we do it now. Are you getting my point? So, so they went to MTN and then searched out the line and saw the conversations. And people, the line calls constantly and selected the names. And the number in this phone 
was the most current whatever. I get my point. They started trailing it. They caught that boy going to lecture. Right in the university gates. They were following him with the hillocks. And they wore bulletproofs. And AK-49. And they were speaking their slangs. Oh boy, how are you Now where are you there? Job day or job day, where you go get to now, Abba? Side day now, they wait, wait there now, wait there now, we need to talk, talk now. They spotted him at the gate and said, You are this. They brought out their ID card and did what? Did like this. The young man was bewildered. They put the ID card back and started hitting him. Passers-by gathered. Students gathered. They were watching the drama. Nobody could do anything because of the guns. The young man was on the floor. They put his two bags back. Put chassis handcuffed. That was the beginning of the news. They put him into the Black Maria, uh, not Black Maria now, he locks, blocked him left and right and drove off. He said, Daddy, I didn't want to come out uh, to the crusade or in the crusade. It's just that I started hearing voice. I said, I know this voice. I now asked him, do you know me before? He said, you used to come to our, our school, you preached to us, and all of that. I said, you've been hearing my preachings. He said, I did not kidnap anybody. I said, now you are in their net because of bad company. I hope you know that the Bible says that evil communication, what does it do? Yeah. You need to watch that area Devil can step on that platform and destroy your destiny. Watch the company you keep. Don't think you know them. Don't say, no, 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 not this one, not this, not Angelina. No, no, no. I know how I know him. Don't say so. Even Jesus Christ, if you read your Bible well, refused to commit himself to men. For he knew all men. That's how the journey began. And now they put him in the prison. You know the words that has happened to him that time. That time. He said one of the warder or warding man called him. And said I want to tell you the truth. The people that are fighting you. Paid the, your guards. The top ranking people. They have taken your file away and burnt it. Do you know the implication? Any file you see in the prison is life. What did I say? Any file you see in court. What is that file? Eh? That file is a life. Did you get me now? Any file you see in police station. 
What is that file? That file is a lie. Life. That thing you are looking at is life. In court, in police station, in prison houses, any file like this is life. I saw girls like you pregnant in prison. Don't ask me how they are getting pregnant in prison. I didn't tell you. The, the, the choir in prison sang for us. There you see, you see talents that are wasting. Some of them are born again now. They are part of the choir. They gathered. They said we have a song to render. We allowed them. They sang. You need to, you need to hear their voice. Things God gave to people and they are carrying it into arm robbery. And they are using it to kidnap. Can I hear amen? The young man cried. You know what he asked me? He said, Daddy, can your Jesus save me? What a question. He said, can your Jesus save me? I've been here for five years. I've not even been tried. My heart broke. When the family started following the matter up, they saw that the people that are fighting this boy, their muzzle is too big. They have federal connections. They pulled back. Themselves, they don't have money. The people that are fighting him are billionaires. Five years without trial. By that time, he ought to have graduated and even finished his master's. The devil, the devil caught him at 300 level. Let me tell you the latest news. I held his hand. I said, silver, gold, I have none. What I have, I will give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, show this sheep mercy. I said, it is coming to my spirit to just ask for mercy. We prayed like that. He said, can I have your number? I said, will they allow you to be calling me? He said, just give me your number. He gave me my number. My direct number. Of recent, he called me. And said, Daddy, miracle happened though. I'm being taken to court to be tried. Can you help me cry, pray? Truly, I prayed for him. He later gave me a call. And said, Daddy, the judge condemned me to death. The judge condemned me to death. They're taking me away from Monisha. They're bringing me to a Nugu prison. I don't know what next that will happen to me. How did this story, how did it begin? Company that he keeps. Blackberry food. 
He used 20,000 to buy trouble. The chief corporate escapes. This guy is now trapped. And I'm sharing it with you because I see your zeal also. Your exuberances. You are free as air now, but be careful. There are nets. There are networks. There are networkers. There are destiny hunters. Abide in the vine. Abide in me. And you shall bear fruit. Say amen. If I stop here, for now, I think the Lord has spoken. Confirmed? Talk to me, confirmed? So, what is the, the third point now in conditions for fruitfulness? Eh? Cease from your own works. Another version, give us that text. Another version, give us that text. A message, message version. I know, God, that mere mortals cannot run their own lives. Okay. That men and women do not have what it takes to take charge of life. Did you hear that? Men and women do not have what uh, it takes to take charge of life. Yes, another version. Is there anybody with good news? I know, Lord. I know, Lord. That a person's life is not his own. Eh? That a person's life is not his own. Wait. Eh? That a person's life is not his own. That a person's life is not his own. But see you now managing your own as if it is your own. What's your name? Chigozie. Chigozie, your life is not your own. Jeremiah knew it. You've not known it yet. A man's life is not what? It's not his own. Are you getting my point? A man's open teeth is not his own. You didn't open that teeth. Somebody opened it. It's not your own. Even Jesus Christ said, the hairs on your head, I number them. I number them. What a meticulous accountant Jesus is. Can you go on before I see anything? But that is God of the Bible for me. The hairs on your head. Some are tall. Some are taller. Some are shorter. All of us are his handwork. Some came from rich background. Some came from poor background. Finish your reading. She goes here. No one is able to plan his own course. No man is able. So in this matter, you are disabled. 
No man is able to do what? To plan his own course. You can't chart your course. King James says, the way of man is not in himself. When I studied further, I heard Jesus say, I am the way. The way of man is not in himself. So, where is the way? Somebody appeared and said, I am what? I am the way to get what you are looking for. Are you looking for husband? Are you looking for degree? Are you looking for success? Are you looking for wealth? Are you looking for connection? Yes! He says, I am the way. In Matthew 11, he says, Come unto me. Through of us, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Is there any other version? Yes, good boy. Uh, good news. Lord, yeah. I, I know that no one is a master of his own destiny. Did you hear that? Repeat that line again. Lord. Lord, yes. I know that no one is the master of his own destiny. I know that no one is the master of what? His own destiny. Yes? No person has control over his own life. No one has control over his own life. Imanobu will control over your life. Truly and earnestly speaking, some of you, Compound Davis Potowa, he carried choose. Imagine when God was about creating you like this. Imagine that God gave you opportunity and said, Excuse me, she goes here. Or say, London. Queen Elizabeth. Eh? River line area. You don't know a nam. Oh, you don't know a nam. Oh, no wonder you are looking at me like this. A nam is a place. God created that place. But it's a river line area. We used to go there for missions. That dedicated to marine spirits. I was there too. We were there, not just I. We were there on a mission outreach four days. You enter a compound like this, you see a priestess having over 14 altars, 15 altars. What am I in our service? All the sisters who went with us to that mission, all of them knelt down. And we wanted to know why. 
What doesn't matter come with there? The people that are there, I don't, are they not God's handwork? Talk to me. But you see, you did not chart your course. Where you are coming from is not your choice. Is that clear? If you read your Bible deeper and further, down to Acts of the Apostles, you will discover that the Bible says that even the name we bear, with the names we bear, comes from God. The day you came out from your mama's womb, God invisibly laid hands on your father or mother and inspired them to name you Chigose. Even the names we bear came from him. So which one is your own? Show me the one that is your own now. Let me share this news with you. It's a news. Are you permitting me? Today is what? No, no, no. Day. Saturday. One of my daughter in the faith, who is a widow, the husband died, leaving, I think, six children. Five girls, one boy. But the boy is the first. Girls are following. The only boy she has. The husband is dead long ago. They have been suffering. This woman said she started praying for what to do or what to be doing to sustain the family and then take these children to school. God asked her to start frying popcorn. Can you imagine popcorn? With popcorn, one, two, three, four of these children are now graduates. What you may call ordinary popcorn. But look at the story. The, the, the first son, this boy, the first child and the only son, this mother, madam sent this boy to school, university. So, Somehow, he got an open door to do his IT at Water Court. In one oil company. That's God for you. So, they were paying 18,000 naira just for his upkeep. Like that. Now, this son, one day, got an alert Of six hundred and something thousand naira on his phone. Under the alert, there was a statement made Sir, your salary and other monthly addendums. This boy looked at this alert. Something, the Jesus Christ, the mother gave him, spoke in him and said, you know that this is a mistake. 
This money is not your money. The cashier of the company made a mistake in a number. The money that ought to go to one of the chief executives as a salary entered his phone. I'm telling you that man is not the master of his own destiny. Just learn how to abide. That is how to be fruitful. It is a story I am part of. Because this son calls me daddy too. I oversee his life also. In their company, there is this pastor that comes to pray for them once a week. To pray for the entire staff. They fellowship together. He brings the word of God to them. This brother went, this boy went to this man of God. And says, I look at this, look at this. The man of God said, praise God. The man of God said, that's how God answers prayers. Wow. He said, go. Get the tithe for me. Get the tithe for me. Bring it. I will lay hands on you. More will come. The young man said, okay. I will give it a second thought, sir. He left the man. Something in him told him that this is not a good counsel. You know what he did? He asked for an audience with the general manager of the oil company. He came to his office. The man gave him audience. He came there, sat. Introduced himself. IT student here. Look at when I came and all of that. The man said, okay, so what can I do for you? He now opened the phone and said, this alert came to me and I know that it is not for me. It is a mistake. The manager took and read. And said, you said you are what? He said, I am an IT student here. He said, what's your name? He told the man. The man said, what does your father work? He said, my father is late. The man fell back on his armchair and said, what about your mom? What does she do? He said, my mom says puff puff and popcorn. Which school are you? He told him. How old are you? He said 21. The man took his phone and said, excuse me. He called five departmental managers. I said, draw whatever you are doing. Let me see him. Yes, sir. Draw whatever you are doing. Let me see him. Oh, yes, sir. Five of them gathered. He asked the boy, repeat your story. The boy repeated. He asked all of them, do you have any questions? Ask him. They started asking him questions. How old are you? Which school are you? When did you come here? What is your mother doing? Your father doing? He said, my father is late. For how long? He told them. All of them looked at each other. The general manager said to the boy, can you excuse us? This son left. He said, I didn't know what they discussed. But when they brought me back, they said, we have never seen your kind. They said two things. 
is what we will do. Immediately you finish. We have a job for you. The man brought papers. The general manager. Fixed everything fixable. Asked the boy to sign. Get your passport. They opened their file for him. They opened their file for him. They said, when you finish, there is an office for you in this company. They put it down. Everybody that needed to sign, signed. They stamped everything they needed to stamp. Gave him a letter of appointment. Why he was still schooling and said, file it. <laughs> Are you getting my point? They said, from now till you finish, we will pay your school fees. The boy fainted. They allowed him to faint. And after fainting, he revived himself. He woke up, he was full of tears. He walked away. When he finished his IT, and he was coming back, they loaded five biggest Ghana goals. When they were unloading that, and the mother said, from where did you get that? The mother, she's a daughter of Abraham. It's like we have stolen the company's money. From where did you get this? Say, Mama, relax. Saba, allow me to come in first. This boy sat down and shared the story. The mother knelt down and worshipped the Lord. One bag like this was full of wrapper and blouses. The cashier that made the mistake bought that one. And said, help me honor the coach that coached you. She would have paid that money from her own account. I hope you know that. So, bringing out 50,000 or 70,000 or 50,000 out of that to encourage the boy by encouraging the mother is not a big deal. Full loaded Ghana must go close. Others were beverages and all kinds of things that the boy needs. They said, we pay your bill from here till you graduate. Now listen to me. What end this boy this? It was not a certificate. It was fruit. What did I say gave him this? This, the, 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 the staffs of the company saw a fruit of honesty. They plucked it and ate and said, wow, this is a precious fruit. We cannot let this go. Why did it happen like that? Because this guy is an abiding branch. He has connection with the true vine. Are you getting the story now? You know how students used to do? The day he wrote his final exam and dropped it like that, he ran outside and called mommy, the mother. I said, mommy, I have written my final exam. I have broken my pen. You know they break it. Help me thank Jesus. 
son of a widow, a graduate today, mommy, I will never forget your effort in my life. She was calling from the campus. He already has a job in an oil company. She will now help this woman bear other burdens and responsibilities. What do you have to say in this story? What do you have to say? say? Excuse me. Norma, Norma. If that guy is not abiding in Christ. This boy, I'm going to fellowship. See, praise the Lord. No, if you come here, we are going to kidnap us. Through of us. No, now I have to hear you come Yes. He would have taken 600 and something thousand naira. Let's give it three years. Let's just give it three years. It won't be up to three years. It will finish. It will finish. But because this is a fruitful branch, the sap of honesty from the trunk, is that clear? Entered the branch and there was a fruit. Everybody saw it. We are going to pray here. I think we are going to pray now. Trusting God to baptize us with grace. The empowerment begins when grace is available. Could it be could it be that God allowed the cashier to make a mistake? Through that mistake God charted a course to exalt the son of a widow. A widow that has been fed for. Have you seen how providence works? Could it be God who allowed the cashier to make the mistake she made? Can you bring it also to your life? God may allow somebody around you to make a particular mistake. The issue is not the mistake. The issue is how you maximize it. This young man now will sit in an office, executive office. They will give him private car. They will give him a house furnished. They will give him a, a, a driver. They will place a salary well. When you see him drive past, you want to be like him. That you wouldn't know that this one is an abiding vine. Okay, man, some of you, some of you sitting down here. You know where providence is bringing you out from. No more coral again. humility. You entered a new town, you entered campus, you cope. You want to be like others. The Bible cautioned you about emulation. Don't follow the multitude of sin. Don't copy failures. The Bible says, mark the perfect. The end of this man is peace. There are people you can copy. Paul said confidently, imitate me. As I imitate Christ. 
When you are imitating a lady that is imitating a Jezebel. When you are imitating a man that is imitating, imitating one deadly spirit. What will your life become tomorrow? I don't even want to make another call and say, come, come, come. It's not bad. But I want you to choose this day whom you will serve. Sit down where you are sitting and make your choice. And make it fast. And there are families. The other time I was there. You know I'm looking at your face. I can recognize your face. I was there. I told you that there is no vacant plot. Every family is sold. Every state is sold. Demons that bought them are still having their invoices. family. Nobody passes 35 years here. And you are entering into that kind of inheritance without Jesus. How will you address the principalities and powers that are there? What will you say to them? When they will talk to you, when they will roar at you, stop there. You've just entered into a new territory. Can we have your passport, your visa, your documents? And you have no ID card. No spiritual identity that identifies you with Jesus. You only have cosmetic box. There are families like that. And every woman is a missionary. Marriage makes you a missionary. One day you will drop the name of your father. You will pick another man's name. And you will enter into a home. And forces that are in that home must query you. Have you collected mouth to answer them back? And say, excuse me. I am the daughter, I am a daughter of Abraham. I am hewn. I am carved from the rock. God said, look unto Abraham. From whose rock you are hewn. Abraham was a rock. All the sons of Abraham should be rocky. Rocky. I ask you to look up so that I will cement this house, plaster it, paint it, so that when you are praying, you can pray with knowledge. You can pray and say, God, this is what I'm praying for. I have been joking before, but I'm not joking again. I've been carrying a divided heart. I'm not carrying it again. Take me into your theater. Mend my cracked heart. So you pray with knowledge. Go back again and tell God I'm sorry. Nenu the background, my own background, the horrible. You don't know my background. I'll say 35 in a compound. I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you, follow me now. I put you in my car. I take you to my compound. I show you their spots. I destroyed all of them when I gave my life to Jesus. 
I'm coming out of rubbish. I don't need any special conference. humility. My background humbles me. At times I wonder what God sees in me. Why he should pick me to be a vessel. You need to see where I'm coming from. Some of those idols, deities, were instituted with human beings. Apart from service. That was where that is where I'm coming from. Now ask me how are you surviving? Bloody background. My father sold out that inheritance to demons. Okay, boy, now for I got Anna force my mind. They say we need well to say to a week. I cannot now pay to a hand the over to demons. Juago kokona for one you uniakwa yetua. Priest Kalaka will officiate the dedication. A drama nyo kokona for kubioku wala nyo jichikonya fa okokoma nunu wala balia silenya. Mwanona fe mugo problem already. This is where we are coming from. Imagine my wife. Before Jesus before my wife came in. Otherwise, organize Jesus my wife are. This is what I want you to learn. You are not going to be here forever. This is a passage. You collect degree certificate, you go away. You are not the first student here. See beyond this place. See the journey ahead of you. And get serious with Jesus. Some of you may have similar story like my own. Some of you may not. God told me. My elder brother served as an apprentice to new women. For 13 solid years. Ogayanya ya 3,000 settlement. Uri Ezro the man. Okwabari ya 419. Nothing happened. His economic life and financial life intact. After 13 solid years. Okwa 3,000 naira. Or even on a compound. So my elder brother Jebe boy. Telephone ready monsoon came on a new. Say no nya ba wa captive, onya ba wa slave. There are issues and matters. Ayina papier kwe kolita. He's not abiding by the rules. He's trying to go to church, which is against our agreement with their fathers. Make sure that after his service, nobody settles him. I'm talking spiritual things. And that's the end of the news letter. Nobody took the man to court. Who is there to take him to court? If you go to court, what will happen? This is a spiritual issue. If you look at the demons are all my judge in Kenona court. Because some of them are bro exaggeration, we are not insulting anybody. Some of them are also servants to these spirits. That my brother is late now. He took Jesus Christ before Madden Yamoto na my compound. 
In fact, it is taking Jesus Christ for me to be in ministry. This kind of thing and background will not even allow you to have ministry. They will disgrace you in ministry. Many men of God Many men of God that are messing up. ministry mess up. This man of God, the best way to describe it is be fear or they call captain Tajintuna Kuchi or drug even tell on Agua. That's the way the devil reduces Naya, papaya, nene python, ni python, ni kuku kamad. Python with human voice. Na colleague, na jumu, is it true or am I exaggerating? Python gave no Volkswagen. Bie bie bav. On a service, see the Python, I'm what this boy, this boy, Otokita, God of Batana, that background, pick Yonya to come and serve him. He has not been able to deal with that Python. Spiritually. He will go Python physically, but. On a Jesuit, Arokita. On a Jesuit, my closed doors in ministry. Nobody knows he's there. Even when this man has something to offer. I want you to understand these things. I want you to understand them. Because I called. You didn't answer. Or see, the day calamity will come, you will call on me, I will laugh. Imagine it one on a Jesus Garret one, the danger, no, we now see God, she naked, we end up on Ha 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 ha. KV, eh? not in a Bible, guy. Kita, I did young, go give ya, in a quachinakim, or so was a calamity, Gigadia, or so I will laugh at you. Rosted Bicycle war barrel, okay, God. I saw it for years. Maybe, God, maybe, maybe. One day the Lord spoke to me. The Lord said, Go home. Ask your mother, my father, and him, ask your mother to tell you your history. I had no car then. Enter, drop, enter, drop. I was in the village. I call mama. Say mama, I saw me a god. Is there cocaine in my Makeba. My mom to Waliochi. She laughed. I said, well, I can only tell you the ones I met and the ones your father told me. Number one, you know, 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 Osima, I made over 200 human skulls hanging 
You know the implication? These are souls slaughtered. My fathers killed them. That was their vision. When white men came, that was the story. The evil forest today is where Roman Catholic in our town built their cathedral. I met the evil forest. Six o'clock, you can't cross that place. Anywhere you are going, you have to go and pass that place before six. Thank God for civilization. My mother met it. Then my great-grandfather, Get serious with Jesus. This is Africa. When I, when I meet with them, this is Africa, Africa all the time. Fasting, fasting. I, 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 I don't blame Africa. Fasting, fasting, fasting. We understand the terrain. Can no amen? Ekechidim panantu. Tobaya nini. Tokwasiyos. Tonyofuna kani. Tonyofuna ke. A life. Tuaja tuchie hito. Halwena alam mohana. Balonyo odipo. When those three men. Babia tuaja mbu hekupuku. And those things are standing against us until I accepted Jesus. We do better Jesus and that compound or go dajiri. Good news, Jesus is winning the battle in my background. Follow me, can you go see the background, Keta? By God's grace. Onago. And Jesus will win the battle in your own. He's a great God. He's a great God. He's a great God. All I know. Talk to God now. See, God baptized me with grace. Grace to be careful. Grace to abide. Grace to be faithful. Grace to be fruitful. Awkward grace. Onwerika. Stumbling blocks are too many. I must tell you the truth. Open your mouth now. Earnestly and sincerely pray. Pray, 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 pray. Grace. Grace. Young man, grace. 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 I know a professor on a village, Kita. I know a professor known a village at Botaba right now. 
No fruit. The professor is not fruitful. Omar of Christ. Highly educated. Professor Agolago, the man read. He read. The man read. My name were forces that have put the man down. Put Wenya down. Nobody knows that he's there. I'd like you to pray. Grace not to be put down. Grace so that walking my fathers will not kill me. Open your mouth and pray. Grace so that what limited my mother, what limited my fathers will not limit me. Benya nobra Pray. Baptize me with grace to be greater than my fathers. Greater than my mothers. Open your mouth and pray like that. Grace to be careful. Grace to obey God. When we're friends, God and I say, cut them off. You need grace. It will take grace for you to cut off that company. Grace to read my Bible. It takes grace. Not of him that run it. Not of him that will it. On one of the best part in here. On any grace. Grace to understand my Bible. Grace to pray and to keep praying. Grace to preach. Grace. To bear fruit. If you prayed, summarize your prayers. Summarize now. God bless you for coming. God bless you for listening. God bless you for praying. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Say Amen. Father, thank you for this session. Thank you for your children. You call them to come. They answered. They answered. And they are sitting down. They listened. I believe they concord. I believe something in them is telling them that this is it. This thing is truth. I challenge them to pray. They have prayed. You heard what they said to you. I didn't hear. Below your head, I cry and pray for them. Convert this message. Let it be light. Let it be light. Convert this message. Let it be medicinal. Every disease of their soul, heal it. Diseases of their body, heal them. Convert this message to be hammer. Every illegal structures smash them down. Bulldoze them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Tell all this message into a garment. All of them that are naked, Father, clothe them. Can I hear amen? Father, clothe them. Anywhere you are dirty, Spotted and full of wrinkles. I pray for you. That grace shall pull you under the shower. Father under the shower of the blood. 
under the shower of the word of God. Let your children be washed in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus is our spiritual detergent. Wash your people clean. Father, shut their feet with military boots. Many serpents and scorpions to march upon. Guard their loins with military belts. Let there be helmet of salvation given to these young ones. I pray that you shall stuff their spiritual bowels with solid food. Food of knowledge. Food of the fear of God. Food that will give them stamina. Resistant stamina. To resist sin. Resist the devil. Resist the world. All the days of their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God says by the reason of the anointing. Yokes shall be broken. I want to pray for you. Any handcuff for you. Let that chain be broken. Any handcuff for you. Let that chain be broken. The word God, Jesus did not send us to just teach and preach. He sent us, he said, set captives free. Under that mandate, I pray for you. Be set free. Be set free. From every chain. Be pulled out. Out of every pit. Be empowered in the name of Jesus. Let grace empower you. Let mercy empower you. Let the presence of God embolden your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let every prison wall collapse. Let every prison garment be taken away from you. Let there be new garments. Let there be light for you in your darkness. Escape and escape forever. Father, thank you. Bless these people and make them a blessing to their generation. An answered prayer to the cry of the church. Sons and daughters of consolation. To their parents. To their parents. Nanda gabu mwangu gwobi. Onyobu nanimeha mwangu gwobi. Nene nanaya. Naha Jesus Christ. Thank you father. For Jesus Christ's name. I have prayed for you. Livelier. Amen. Better. Better. Amen. And amen. God bless you.